This is episode 180 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we're talking all about membership sites. Here's what to expect, why you might want to create one, and what it takes to launch your very own membership today. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I think you're going to really love the guest today on the show. So the woman I'm talking to has, well, she's been in my world for several years now. I think she joined Fearless Launching back in 2014, and at the time, she was just selling one-off digital courses and programs, you know, because she thought that was the thing, and I'll let her explain it. But Heidi Thompson, who is the creator of EvolveYourWeddingBusiness.com, now has a membership I think she's been running it for a few years even now. She trans transitioned into having just the membership site. And it is called The Wedding Business Collective. She focuses her attention on supporting the businesses and different professionals who are wedding related. Everything from wedding planners to wedding venues to photographers uh, to people who probably do a variety of different, maybe even caterers. So I thought, you know what, she's a really great individual to bring on because she really shows what happens when you get consistent with your communication, when you really just get solid and simplify what you're doing, and you build a business around what you want your life to be like and what you want your life to look like on a regular basis. And I just love how solid Heidi is. So I think you will love what she has to share. Her business has changed drastically since she was in fearless launching but I and I love that story because I'm always looking for the evolution the the how someone you know maybe came came into you know my sphere and what I know of that person and then how they discovered a different path for themselves that was right just for them so let's head on in there talk to Heidi and I'll see you on the other side well, Heidi, I am so excited to have you on the show. It's going to be so great to catch up with you. And, you know, um, so welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, I do listen to your show all the time. Since, you know, I've known you forever, but I still listen to the show. <laughs> I love it. And I was just telling you that, like, even though I'm and we'll get to in just a second, I'll let you share what you do and, you know, what your business is. But even though I'm not technically in your um, ideal customer avatar audience, I really like following and watching what you do because I've just seen like you, you're like one of the people that I've seen just be super consistent. And if there's anything that I love seeing, it's that because it reminds me to be consistent. 
And it reminds me to remind others that just like that, it and and I'm sure it didn't come without a little bit of struggle getting to be consistent, but um, I so appreciate it. So, and seeing well, what that's doing. good to hear because <laughs> on my end, sometimes it feels like I'm not being consistent at all. So. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm like, okay, yeah, I know what Heidi's up to. Yes, I do. Like, I, even if you aren't, my perception is absolutely you are. Always good to hear. <laughs> so, so that's good, right? That's yeah. good. <laughs> so anyway, so the reason why, I th- okay, before we get into why I, I thought you'd be a great guest today, first, I want to, um, I'd love it if you would share what your business is and just, you know, pretty much who, who you serve, who you, who you um, support in this world. Sure. So my business is called Evolve Your Wedding Business, and I help wedding professionals grow their businesses without going crazy. So that is both the external facing stuff that I'm helping people with, whether that's, you know, their marketing, their pricing, their sales, uh, you know, helping them improve their copy on their website, as well as the internal stuff, you know, the systems, the operations behind the scenes so that you can actually delegate and have a life. And I work with really every type of wedding professional you can think of, you know, photographers, planners, venue owners, florists, stationers, you name it. I've probably worked with them. And it's an interesting market because it does have this problem of not having any real built-in customer referrals. Like, sure, you can be referred to one of their friends, but you don't have that repeat customer who's, you know, getting married every other month and needs your services. (laughs) And if you do, (laughs) that might be a little weird. Right, right. (laughs) You know, there might be something you can do later, like do a family shoot for them or something, but you do have to be constantly generating leads. Interesting. Well, I love that. And I love so the, the and actually that fits right into the, the reason why I thought you would be a great um, guest or just, you know, just someone to talk to is that I, I really feel like you have been super clear on who your audience is. And, and like I said, you support them regularly with content and they And it sounds, and I had a feeling that it was more than just, it's not just wedding planners. It's literally any type of service professional who supports the wedding kind of industry. Right. From what I understand. But anyway, second, I, I, you know, I also just love that you're really straightforward about what you offer people and, and because it just seems so easy. I don't know, like it doesn't, it seems very simple, the structure of what I see from the outside. Um, And is that because do you just have, what are your offerings? Like, what do you offer these people and how do you help them mostly? So everything that I do now, aside from my book, because I can't really roll that in, uh, has been rolled into the Wedding Business Collective, which is my membership that has all of my courses, trainings, uh, we do group coaching. And there is a tier that has one-on-one coaching in there as well. Because I found if I was doing just courses, which is what I started off with, I felt really disconnected from the people that I was trying to help. And I knew they were going to have issues. And oftentimes I knew the next thing they were going to have issues with. But I had no way of really supporting them unless, you know, they came back during another launch period and bought another course. And 
at the same time, you know, when I was doing one-on-one coaching with people, I was finding that they needed that educational component as well. So I didn't want to do, you know, just the coaching and then have the membership be just the courses because people tend to need both. So I wanted to find a way to bring that together and try to make it as simple as possible. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like a very easy thing. Like there are going to be times when someone's just going to or when you're just going to want to tell someone, hey, go check out the video over here in this. We'll talk about some more strategies that are specific to you in our next call. Right. And, And you know, our time together isn't best spent, you know, me like sharing my screen and walking you through a thing when there's already a video that does that. I love that. So you have a mix of so is so tell me. Okay, actually. So tell me about that transition from kind of courses to the membership, because we did talk a little bit more about it off before we started the recording about why you created that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like I said, I started off doing the course model. I figured, okay, whatever, this is what you do. So I was doing that. And then there was just, I just hit a point in my business where I realized it wasn't even so much that I was unhappy. It was that it was just kind of apathetic Mm. because I was so disconnected from the people that I was working with and that I was trying to help. And then, you know, not having any interaction with them beyond maybe like a Q&A call or, uh, you know, like a Facebook group, I just felt really shut off from them. And, you know, I don't feel that that's the best way that I can support them. And quite honestly, I just didn't enjoy working that way either. So I started to explore ways that I could bring things together. And I don't even know how I came across the idea of the membership site model. I feel like I know. You might. I feel like Fizzle. Fizzle it, was honestly, coming out and I feel like I started thinking about it even then. It might be. I know Wait, Fizzle did have a big impact. Because I feel like the way that they created their their membership, it really felt like a community. You felt like they were always in there or something. I don't yeah. know. I feel like they've done a great job. Yeah, and their... that's that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to, you know, take people by the hand when they need it and when they don't need it, cool, like you do your thing. Yeah, yeah, I love And that. I was seeing, you know, membership sites like that come up and just looking at the model, I mean, it's an interesting model because – Yes, you get people into recurring revenue, but at the same time, you have to kind of continue to sell to them, to retain them. Yeah, yeah. And make sure that they're continually engaged, which definitely keeps you on your toes. But I don't know. Maybe it's the bipolar in me that just really loves stability. Yeah. Like, oh, same thing every month. <laughs> oh, I mean, but I mean, so like my question is, because it's the first thing that a lot of people think when because and I do remember when um, I was part of Laura Roeder's team and we were you know making content uh, it felt like a lot of content all the time and I'm I'm wondering like what is it like on a day-to-day basis running this membership does it feel like like easy now because that's where all of your attention is or is it a lot a lot more work 
Um, I'm curious because I mean, I'm I'm asking this selfishly. I kind of give you the hint of that because <laughs> I'm working on my own and I do have that kind of thing that won't stop kind of it being in my head like, oh my gosh, Ann, you're going to be actually working more. <laughs> but I don't know, like maybe it will feel a lot better because it is really focused. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely work it that way to where it's like a crazy content production mill and it's just going, going, going. But for me, I mean, when I started the Wedding Business Collective, I already had a substantial amount of content in there. So when someone joins, you know, they already have, there's like $4,000 worth of courses in there. So there's plenty for them to do. Yeah. And then the way I go about adding content, I am of the mind that, and I have to fight myself sometimes on this because I'll think, oh, I need to add more, you know, more value, give more value. But sometimes giving more value is actually not overwhelming someone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I do have to fight myself a little bit on that. And <laughs> I, I do, you know, I schedule my topics out. I never do more than one, you know, big piece, whether it's a multi-module course or like a single module kind of long training. I never do more than one every other month. Got it. And because do you do I, Q&As and things like that? And Yeah. So we have a a mastermind call once a month, which is our group coaching. So that allows for that Q and a to happen. And then I do, um, a member makeover, which is, I take someone who has given me permission, of course, that they want their <laughs> website reviewed. Uh, and I go through with a screen capture video and I go through every little piece of their site and look at where they could do better at converting their people. Nice. So those are my two things every month that always happen. And then, um, like, actually this week we have an Instagram masterclass happening where I've teamed up with a friend of mine who is amazing at Instagram to put that together. And then we won't have anything, you know, course-wise added for a, probably at least another eight weeks. Right. Right. Well, that's that's really great. So do you give people guidance on what to start with when they first get in? Or is it just like a big library or what? I do. So I know there are all these like automated ways to do it. And there yeah. are all these like tour tools. I decided to go super low tech and it's actually really helped my retention. So the way I do it is when someone signs up as part of their onboarding emails, they get a link to schedule a jumpstart call with me. Oh, that's cool. We just hop on for 15 minutes and talk about, you know, where they are in their business. I can give them, you know, any advice I have right off the bat and then point them to the course or the resource or whatever it is that I think that they should start with. So that way they don't get lost because, I mean, how easy is it to get lost when you have absolutely. all of these courses in yeah, front of absolutely, you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So then they get like... I think that's really smart, Heidi, because you're giving them right away, you're like setting the tone like, hey, I'm here mm -hmm. and I'm focused on this and you and I'm here to help you. And so you're giving them kind of like their own personal prescription right away. Yeah. Um, and probably you can you can kind of give them the tour, the hands on tour to say, oh, make sure you come over here. And hey, if you have a question, make sure you ask it here and do this. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's interesting. And you said that that's helped a lot with retention, keeping people um, yeah, in, it, in the site. It really has. And I think it's because they feel connected. Yeah, right that's away. That's my hunch, at least. And, you know, we're developing a rapport and they're getting started at the place where they can get a win. Right. You know, it, they're not just doing this. Oh, I'm kind of interested in Facebook ads. Maybe I'll go through th- that. No, it's like the most pressing issue. Right. You're going through that. You're getting that solved. That's nice. That's really good. Now, question for you. How did you first launch it? Because I don't remember. I was trying to remember, see if I knew. I probably could like go back in the Fearless Launching archives and find out <laughs> how, because I feel like I remember you talking about it. Um, but I don't remember now. Like, how did you first open? Did you just email your list and uh, your current customers and say, hey, guys? So the way I mean, there was a lot of tech behind the scenes I had to work on and get everything put together mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, facilitated that, which is always a thing with membership sites that you have to yeah. deal with. And then, you know, getting your onboarding and all the things that you need. But I launched it. And the way I did it was um, I launched it at an early bird rate. And I gave people, I want to say it was about a week to get in at like the founding member price. And then it went up. And I still have a good amount of those people as members. And it's funny. It's so funny because we don't think we are, you know, all that swayed by you know, all the sales psychology that we use in our businesses. But when I raised the price, man, I always, the last time I did it, I think I had like 17 new people purely because I was raising the price. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I actually joined a membership that I, you know, I'd honestly been meaning to join and I joined it because of that. It gets people off the fence. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should now. It's so funny. It, it works. Is. And it's worked on me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. That's interesting. So you did the early bird. And then did you do like, I feel like you did webinars. Did you do webinars? I did. Um, I definitely did one to my list. I want to say I partnered up with a couple people as well to do webinars to theirs as kind of like a JV. And that was really focused on helping people figure out, you know, like their path, their game plan for how they were going to grow their business, which is really the entire ethos of the membership. So it led in quite well. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So we got those. We got the web. Do you feel like you did, is there anything that you're doing? Like, okay, actually another question. Do you keep it open all the time or is it only open certain time? Okay. And is there... Do you find that you or do you have certain times of the year when you do, I don't know, membership pushes where maybe you'll add some additional bonuses or do things like that? Or is it just open? Yeah, so I will I will do different types of promotions. Like I said, I did that price increase one. Um, But the one I'm in the midst of right now is because we have this masterclass. So I give people the option to join. And then you get it as part of your membership or you can pay for it separately. I saw that. That is the one that I definitely saw. Um, Well, that's good. And then people are like, oh, well, I might as well just join. 
Because yeah. if I'm just buying this one-off class, that's kind of silly. Right. Why not get all of them? Yeah. Why not get all of them? And then I do, just as standard, I have a 10-day trial that has worked pretty well for me. Uh, about 75, 80% of people who start the trial do end up converting. And do you require people to sign up um, using, like, do they have to, like, put in their billing information yes. for the trial? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that. I can't remember what the conversions were when I was working on that other membership site, but I know we ran a couple different tests, and I do think the one where people have to put in their information, it's like they're even though they're not paying right then, it still means that they're a little bit more invested. Yeah. And then they end up staying. Yeah, it's funny because, it, you know, you would make it harder for yourself anyway because you yeah. would have to chase them around for their billing oh information and – that's not going to happen. What a nightmare. <laughs> so, okay. So what would you say, like now, like, are you still doing webinars? Are you, I, I know you're doing this masterclass, but are you doing Facebook lives? What kinds of, what kinds of strategies and different things are, do you feel like, are you using to reach new people? So I just hired a Facebook ad strategist and I'm super excited to not have to do that myself. Awesome. Awesome. Because I, I'll have like a great idea for an ad and then I'll like halfway create it. Right. And then like a month later, I'm like, oh, whatever happened to that? I'm like, no, look, I'm not going to do it. I just need to hire someone to do it. Yeah. So we are going to start running ads to the trial and nice. see how that converts. I'm really interested. I'm really curious to see, you know, which segments do what with that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm curious too. Do you ever do you mention it like on your podcasts? And oh yeah, all that kind of stuff. And do you see that people are coming from right now, do, like organically? Do you see people coming from specific places more than others? You don't. Have yeah. To, so you can tell me where, but if you don't want to tell me. Oh no, I don't mind. To, okay. Uh, so my Facebook group mm -hmm. is always a factor, and is always sending people. Um, my podcast for sure, it cracks me up. You probably get the same thing. I have people who will sign up and join the membership and say, oh, I've been listening to your podcast for a year and a half. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, the, honestly, the only reason why, and I didn't really connect in my head for some reason. I, I don't know why I didn't. I never connected sales to my podcast. Mm. I didn't think it was there was a connection until people when I started asking like you know how did you find out about this this course or how did you how, why did you join oh I heard you talk about it on the podcast so it was all mo a lot of people haven't even go weren't even going to the blog they were seeing the podcast first <laughs> so I'm like okay it's so funny so I guess I'll keep doing that podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that podcast thing is working maybe yeah, it seems like a really good long game yeah. strategy for sure. And I think it's just it for me, it's it feels fun and easy. And I'm all about easy. I'm all oh, about too. things that don't make that I really can't overthink. I literally turn on a microphone and I start talking. And I, yes, I generally have like a, a list of questions or an outline. But really, there's no heavy lifting here. No. <laughs> It is super easy. And I think if you're the kind of person who communicates easily, yeah, verbally, 
as opposed to right. I'm like, I'm very happy to write. I alternate podcast blog post in my editorial calendar because I know some people prefer written. Yeah. But podcasts, oh, they're just so easy for me. Oh, my gosh. What you just mentioned, I'm like, I immediately was like, hmm. <laughs> I have even... had so many people who are like, no, I don't listen to your podcast, but I read all your blog posts. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. So I guess I should probably make a little bit more of those, maybe write a little bit more of those. Um, that's interesting. It's, I mean, it's different for every audience. And I think that if you just kind of try to stay aware of that. Yeah. You know, um, so, so you have the membership, that's your main thing. You offer coaching if people need that. Um, is there any specific type of membership? I mean, wedding professional that you think gets that you find the most coming in? My top two are always photographers and planners. Um, some of the other categories where I've had really just awesome people, stationers. Oh, wow. They, they kind of seem to think in the same way as planners, like quite linear and logical. Yeah. yeah. So I love working with people like that. And then the rest, the rest seems to be kind of a mix. I have yeah. been attracting more officiants and venue owners. That's a newer thing for me. Yeah, but planners and photographers are always at the top for me. Yeah, I yeah, and that I I'm that's very interesting. But I mean, that makes kind of sense that they would that they would be seeking seeking clients the most, but it's interesting because I would think planners kind of have the key. They have the key to like they're the ones that if all the other people can kind of connect with planners or have a planner that they always work with and maybe they have a long running, I don't know, if they have like an ongoing like referral list, I don't know mm-hmm. if that ever happens, but I could imagine planners having like their preferred list of vendors that they go to. Yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely a factor. Yeah. But a lot of times it's, you know, getting in with those venues, figuring out because, you know, it seems like everyone starts off. I think we all do. Yeah. Kind of being like, hey, does anybody want to pay me for my work? And then it's like, <laughs> oh, I got to get more specific. than that. <laughs> You're like, if somebody, somebody's like, yeah, but what do you do? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Do you want to hire me? <laughs> yeah. Is that okay? You want to hire me anyways? So, um, and what do you think this, I'm such asking such random questions, but do you, okay, one of the things so right now, I'm going to just totally say this because I'm taking the, the class tribe with Stu McLaren. Oh, okay. And he is amazing. And it's, it's really great though, because I'm like, everything that you're saying totally kind of fits with the stuff that I'm learning in there. So just know that you're doing a lot of the same kinds of things that he's even sharing, which I think is super cool, right? That is good. That's <laughs> good like, to hear. <laughs> you're like, and I didn't take it. Woo-hoo. But um <laughs> actually so. I was in his I was in his membership within Wishlist <gasps> like yes. forever ago. Yes. And I don't know I wasn't in that, but I'm wondering what what was I don't remember. The insider member like Yeah. 
yeah, wishlist member insider. I think that that's what it was called. I mean, you got to know that like someone like that who has like the wishlist member, like if you're like owner of that company, you clearly know about membership sites. So um, anyway, so I'm, I'm kind of like listening to what you're saying. So if I'm asking super random questions, it's because I'm kind of thinking about my homework that I'm doing. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I'm curious to know what you're working on. <laughs> well, well, anyway, so one of one of the things that I love is that you immediately kind of like I feel like they're probably I don't even know if I would want to do it in an automated way, but I love that you get on the phone with them and talk them through and kind of help them figure out, okay, where are you in the process of, you know, are you happy with your 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 client load? Are you struggling to find lead? You know, like where are where are they? Or maybe they're websites kind of messed up and they know it. Um, so I love that. And I think that is something that I will, it seems like something I would do is get on the phone with someone. It's right fun. away. It is fun. You get to know people yeah. and it's, you know, I know I like that connection. Yeah. So that helps a lot. And it could get to a point where that's unsustainable. Yeah. Right now it's not. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Well, I would think too, like, especially because you're open all the time, it's not like a once or twice a year thing when there's like, boom, like a ton right. of people. You're like, oh, crap, I don't have enough time in the day to even get on the phone with these people. But yeah. because there's like kind of like a stream, a steady stream of people, it feels probably a little bit more doable. Yeah, it, it really is helpful in that way. And I get, you know, some people don't like the evergreen model because you have the issue of scarcity. Yeah. But I have found that, you know, by doing these promotions where, you know, something goes away or um, the price is going up or something like that helps. But the trial has helped so much. Yeah. I think it just, it allows people to kind of dip their foot in and see if it's right for them. And I'm very clear like try it if you don't like it leave yeah. no skin off my back I don't want you in it if you don't want to be there yeah and do you give them access to everything yeah yeah and you're like just try to go all through it <laughs> you'll probably die you're like if you can congratulations you win <laughs> you win at life right there yeah um well that's that's really generous and I think it's cool and I, I, you know, I'm sure that like you can't wait to do some of those Facebook ads because that, that I think will just amp up what's already happening. I'm super excited for that. And I'm super excited that I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. Okay, so let me ask you now how the book all plays into this. Does this book you've written, does it lead people to the membership? It does. Okay, awesome. And Love that. that was very conscious in, I mean, it wasn't the reason I wrote the book, but it was very conscious how I've, you know, weaved it in. And, you know, the last part of the book is a little plug and a link to the trial. And if people download the worksheets for the book, they then get a sequence that offers that trial as well. Love it. I love that. And what is the book? So the book is called Clone Your Best Clients. And it's the process that I was going through both for myself and with my clients to help them figure out 
okay, how do I take, you know, this person that I love working with and get more people just like them? And it really hinges on the incredibly low tech of, you know, asking people questions and talking to them and really interviewing your customers. And I've gotten really good feedback on that from people because it's so easy to focus your ideal client on like this demographic that mm-hmm. doesn't even really exist. Right. But if you can tailor it to a person and speak like a person, that helps you connect so much more. I love it. I love that. And so, you know, like I'm as as we're talking, I'm aware that there definitely are photographers and likely wedding professionals maybe even listening and i'm i'm curious beyond so basically what are the main goals of the membership for for like the person who wants to sign up because i'm going to be putting this the links in the show notes so that if people are listening and they're like oh wow yeah i need this or yeah my you know my wife's a wedding planner or whatever my husband is um what would you say are like yeah. some of the main outcomes that you're you're hoping to you know help people with or that you help people with. So the key problems that people are coming to me with are not attracting enough leads slash clients or attracting them and they're not converting. So what's going on with that? Um, a lot of times it can be you know this you know I was doing just fine I was booking people year after year, all of a sudden this season, I'm, my bookings are way too low. So it, typically it has to do with lead flow mm-hmm. and client flow. And that's why people initially come to me when they actually join. Yes. You know, they're working on that and generating more leads and improving conversion. But a lot of times they get to the point where they're not in control of their time. Mm. So I have a course to help with that. Uh, we just did a systems masterclass a couple months back to help with that. And I like to build the courses that I'm creating at any given point around the people in the membership. Right. So I am working on putting together a delegation course right now because a lot of the people in the membership are getting to this kind of tipping point of – I'm getting too busy. I need to hand off some of this, but I don't know how. Yeah. Or where to find that person. (laughs) Yeah. It starts off with like, I need more bookings. But then when you start getting more bookings, you open up a whole new can of worms. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, Well, I will definitely put the link to maybe your trial in the the show notes. And you can give that to me after. And I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I'm looking here at my questions. What's something, what's, what's your hope with, with the membership for yourself and your life? Like, what are the things, what's something that you're really like, like, I know you like the stability, so that's like a huge deal. Is there a reason, real reason like, um, oh God, I want to like, I want to get a good juicy, juicy question to you. Um, what if there was like one thing in your life that you're hoping that this maybe opens up to or like is there like a another thing that you really are looking to go go into beyond this like and 
like kind of like the next chapter. It's funny. I was talking to someone at a networking event about this the other day. And um, I'm not entirely sure if I see this turning into like having people who can implement the things that people are learning for them, like an agency model sort of thing. But my guiding light is always freedom. Yeah. Hands down. And that's how I make decisions in my business. So is this adding to or taking away? Cause it's always doing one or the other. Yeah. And is this giving me flexibility or is this like strapping me into a schedule and a life that I'm going to grow to resent? Yeah. So as long as I can maintain that freedom, I'm a happy camper. You're like, I just want more of the freedom. Well, you're giving yourself that with the with the Facebook ads person. Yeah. But you might actually have to get some I don't know I don't know if you even have a team. I don't know if you have anybody who's helping you. Maybe you're gonna have to have teach somebody how to do these onboarding calls. Yeah, I can see that possibly happening in the future, having uh, someone to help, especially, you know, with behind the scenes stuff, there's so much crap that you got to do after you, yeah. you know, host a Q&A call even. Yeah. Yeah. So I can definitely see that becoming a factor. But at this point in time, I see that as being contractor based. Yeah. Because I, I really like people who are entrepreneurial minded. Mm-hmm. And you tend to find that more. And you don't want to actually business. add managing someone right. to your right. – because that takes away from the freedom. Right. <laughs> so. Like, can you just do this? Thanks. You do it your way. <laughs> You're the pro. That's how I am with my podcast editing. I'm just like, here's the files. I don't know what happens. but Oh, my gosh. Heidi, I love how steady you are and you're like have a very calming voice. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so – so yeah, so you might, I mean, you're, you'll always see Fearless Launching as it is now, but you're going to be seeing it in a whole new way very soon. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited to see what you do. So yeah, so and you've really given me a lot to think about because, you know, I have been worried about the content, but even just the way you're doing your podcast, I'm like, hmm. I could do that too. I could do it just like Heidi does it. And for me, I have the same goals. Honestly, it's just freedom. It's just freedom, more time, like just to not be scheduled. Yeah, that's my whole thing. And like, so there's my business and there's, I want to invest in real estate and I want it to just pay me. (laughs) And then I'm good. (laughs) You're like, and then I'm good. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm great here. I'm simple. Then I can go do what I want. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the Southern California weather, and Ooh. yeah, all good. I stuff. don't. I definitely don't have you know these ideas of growing it to like this insane size. Well, I class is an insane size with this, yeah. you know, gigantic team, and like I just don't want that many moving parts. Yeah. No, I see that. And you're like, if this can sustain me, give me like the freedom to go and invest in real estate, like you said. Yeah. (laughs) And then that pays you out. Like you're like, cool, this works. Yeah. And I can't ever, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that I I can never see myself truly like, quote unquote, retiring. So I'll probably do this work forever. Yeah. And 
I want it to be sustainable. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so what's your favorite? This is a guilty pleasures uh, questions now at the end. Um, do you watch TV at all? I do. Yeah. Okay, so what are your favorite um, kind of guilty pleasure TV kind of recently? Because I know some of them are just about to end for the summer maybe. That's a good question. Sorry, Scandal just ended. That's all that's in my head. For good. I never, I never get like super into drama. I'm more of a comedy watcher. I'm trying to think what I've been watching lately. Oh, I know what I just started re-watching. Trailer Park Boys. Oh my god. I forgot how funny that show is. <laughs> I'm going to have to go check that out. <laughs> The name alone, and I'm in. <laughs> it's this Canadian show from, I don't know, it's got to be like 15 or so years ago. And it's these guys, and they're just stupid, and they're just constantly breaking the law, and it's just shenanigans. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, we're watching, just so you know, we're watching a lot of Animal Planet because my daughter really likes North Park Law, which is like the fish and game and wildlife people oh, <laughs> going cute. around picking up porcupines on people's lawns and stuff. And, you wow. know, very, very interesting stuff. But we have we were like watching it yesterday, like little maniacs or something. I don't know what's going on there. So and it's not on Netflix. That's a whole whole other thing. Okay, what is your, let's see, what's your favorite place to go in the world? Because you've been, you've lived in different places. Do you prefer SoCal, Midwest? Yeah. <laughs> or, or UK? I love, I freaking love San Diego so much. And people who grew up in San Diego are nowhere near as grateful as they should be that they're from San Diego. <laughs> That's hilarious. My happy place near here, there is this awesome arcade bar. And it's just filled with like old 80s arcade games and craft beer and pinball machines. And it's a super fun place. I love it. I love that. Uh, good arcade. I haven't been to a good arcade in a long time. Well, next time you're down here, list. we'll go grab a beer. Yes, the next time I'm down <laughs> there. Oh, my gosh. Well, Mila, my daughter, actually really loves San, Di San Diego. Um, we went to traffic trafficking conversion like a couple years ago, and she came with me, and she was obsessed with San Diego. That was when we were still in, in Seattle, and she was like, oh, we're going to – are we going to move to San Diego? <laughs> I'm like, like, here, Mom. <laughs> what is the deal with San Diego, and why do you love it so much? But now nah, I guess – it's a great place, right? So It's a pretty fun place. So, all right, Heidi, I would I would love to chat longer, but I also want to make sure that people come and check you out. Um how long is um how long is when is this masterclass happening that people can jump into? Now? Is it now? Is it it's available or is it coming soon? What's the deal with this current thing that's going on with the membership? Yeah, so the Instagram masterclass is happening. It's a live masterclass. It's happening on this Thursday, the 26th. Oh, wow. But it will be in the membership. So if you join, you'll find it there. Okay. But if you want to obviously be on the live class, then you have to be there by then, which uh, I don't know if this episode will be up in time for that, but it'll be in there. So 
Yeah, it'll be in there just along with everything else we've ever created. <laughs> so, okay, guys. So if you want to sign up for that, I will put the links all in the show notes. And um, I guess that's it. I guess that's all the questions I have for you, Heidi. I'm sure that um, I will reach out to you as uh, getting closer to sharing my own membership journey. Uh, but Please I do. I'm very excited to hear what you're doing. But I so appreciate it because I've been kind of, I haven't been super on the fence, but I have been a little bit nervous to really like commit to the whole thing. I have plenty of content from various places that I literally could just, put all of my little courses and things together and and literally that could be like phase one <laughs> and I yeah. can open the doors but I I was curious how it was working for you but you sound super calm calmer than I feel for sure thinking about like all the launches all the time and I yes. and I also love that you have it open all the time that's really that's really cool and that it's working like that you know yeah and then it's just I'm in constant marketing, but I know the thing that I'm yeah. marketing. So I can back up my content and say, okay, like, how does this connect yeah. to the membership? Yeah. And be able to connect the dots in a very clear way. Yeah, I really love that. I love that, Heidi. Okay, well, if anyone has questions for Heidi, make sure to leave them below the show notes. And I'll make sure that she knows that they're there. And um, Heidi, thank you so much for joining me today. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, I will. I'm sure we will talk very soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fearless Launching Show. If you want to check out Heidi's membership site, or if you are a wedding professional and are thinking about joining her site, make sure to visit ansamoylove.com forward slash 180 for all the show notes. And also just if you're thinking about creating a membership site, pop your questions in there, let us know what you think. And as you know, the, the conversation kind of was a back and forth because I'm creating one myself. And so I thought who better to pull in to the conversation than one of the fearless launching students because I learned just as much from them as you know, that they come into the course learning from me. So have a great week. Thanks again for listening. And I hope to talk to you soon. Take care.